0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Essay Voice podcast. My name is Layton, and today I'm joined by special guest Hank Perrin. Hank, thanks for joining me today, man. Hey, man. How's it going? Good. Thank you so much for making yourself available. Uh, I'm excited to talk to you today. I know we got some cool things to delve into. Uh, but first, Hank, just for our viewers, tell us a little bit about who you are and uh, what you do at St. Lawrence College.
1: So I'm a, I'm a CYC student at St. Lawrence College. I've been at St. Lawrence since, I believe, 2017 um i've had to redo some of the courses just due to like wanting to get better grades and such like that um but i'm i'll be going into my third year of cyc here soon um and so that's child uh, and youth care yeah okay and and so uh i play rugby at slc Uh, i play a lot of different positions uh, especially for slc um i'm 21 years old uh i really enjoy sports uh, I love hanging out with my friends, hanging out with my family. Uh, do you mind if I start, shout some of them out?
0: Of course not. Go ahead, man.
1: So my friends like Kirsten, brianne Maddie, Tanner, uh, all of my work crew at DQ, uh, and I love the athletics people too. They're all they're all really chill.
0: That's awesome. Uh, sounds like a positive shout out, shout out
1: to shout out to Katie by the way. Katie did <laughs> Katie for she uh she was our uh, basically like our athletic therapist um and she took a different opportunity in guelph with her husband um nice. so but yeah it was a good opportunity from her from what i hear but unfortunately she is leaving us so yeah
0: fair enough um the circle of life i eh? i'm sure you'll get another awesome uh, athletic trainer in for you
1: guys um, yeah you got they're yeah. great staff so i'm sure they'll figure it out
0: that's awesome so tell me a little bit about how you got involved with the rugby team and why you chose rugby
1: uh, so I had actually been playing rugby. I had rugby introduced to me when I was in grade seven uh, by my, one of my former principals. Uh, uh, and so he was, he was from Wales and he really loved rugby. And so that's, it's just, it was just like a natural choice. Like he was teaching us gym class and stuff like that. Like he'd come join in and he'd try to introduce us to like new sports and stuff like that. Um, so that, that's where it all started. And then when I was in grade nine, I went to QECBI I don't, for the people that are from Kingston uh I used to who aren't from Kingston story uh the that used to be a high school that is no longer a high school um and a lot of the staff there were people I knew like uh my rugby coach at St. Lawrence uh has been my rugby coach through the summers like uh for Kingston Panthers shout out Kingston Panthers um and also for like, I got in high school he was my coach uh so Dennis has been great. I recommend you have him on the podcast. He's great. Not a huge talker, but really gets his point across. Uh, a great leader, and he really got me into it. Um, and I've always loved sports. I was always a huge hockey guy growing up. Uh, I really loved basketball. I played that for years. I'm sure you can find some embarrassing some pictures online if you want to of that. Um, but I was all but like rugby was a way for me to take out my extra like a little bit of aggression that I had. Um, and also just be able to be able to like connect with people in a similar way right I loved uh the contact aspect of it and then just as I started playing it I started playing during the summer and like it's a I love it right like it's a goal of mine to bring a championship to SLC uh in 2021 hopefully since we're not gonna have a 2020 season 2021 is the goal um, and how close do you
0: think SLC is to completing that goal? Is our team strong or are we kind of mid-tier? I don't know anything about the rugby team. So, uh, yeah, give us your uh, your lowdown.
1: So we haven't been uh, – so we haven't uh, – we haven't finished as high as we'd like to in the last couple of years. Uh, I think there's been a lot of transition. We had great guys like Eli Pickle and JM Noel. Shout out to those guys. Great rugby players. I learned a lot from those guys. Um, they are just like – once and like for SLC they were like great players right and they just uh especially during Kings Panthers are also great players they taught you a lot those guys are now gone and all those guys that are like four four years four and five are gone now right so we're transitioning we're kind of a young team right now um and unfortunately due to the coronavirus and COVID and all that we're losing some guys because they're deferring not only like I'm also deferring a year um, but they are like they are going to different schools now, or they're pursuing other stuff. They're going on with their lives. Totally understandable. Um, I expect us to come back in 2021, very hungry and very ready to compete. We didn't compete as well as we'd like to this year. Unfortunately, we got bounced in the quarterfinal by Seneca, uh, which was maybe not our best game of the season. But um, I think that there's a lot of there's a lot of energy, good energy that I feel from my teammates when. For this next season that's good
0: that's positive and something to build on for sure
1: um, so i definitely think we can achieve that goal for sure yeah
0: absolutely it sounds like it anything is is possible when a good group of players come together and put their mindset uh towards winning a championship it can't happen so Hank, definitely. tell me a bit about the deferment process and um obviously i'm guessing your main reason for deferring this year was the coronavirus but yeah. what does that mean for you? Does it mean you're taking the year off school or just the year off rugby? Or talk to me a little bit about that.
1: Uh, so what I'm going to do for this year, I'm not going to take the year off rugby. I still have been training. I'm still in the gym all the time. Uh, but basically what's going to happen is that I, uh, I'm i going to defer this year. So what happened was I spoke to my, uh, um, my program coordinator, Tammy Kerr. And she shout out, to Annie, She's an amazing person. Uh, really helps a lot of CYC students, and I think it goes really unnoticed. Um, but she's great. And she used like, I was. I asked her for the schedule. Like, basically, give me what you're being given, and I'll make my decision based on that because I'm a very visual and hands-on learner. As you can see, I'm talking with my hands, right? Like, I'm very hands-on, um, and that's one of the reasons I came to college, right? So online just didn't feel like the best. Like the best time for me it just didn't feel like the best opportunity for me to learn everything to the extent that I feel like I need to learn it um to be the CYC that I know I want to be right so that was the biggest thing for me it was just like the online courses um and like I I don't know if I showed you my OUA or the OUA OCAA thing but uh, the Wake Standard interviewed me uh and asked like just ask, like, whether an effect they think it'll have on what I effect I think it'll have on students and stuff like that. Um, and like I said, like I think rugby is a lifestyle, right? Like, it's not just uh, it's not just a sport for some of these guys, especially like guys like me. Like, uh, and shout out Evan Spence. I don't know if you know who that is, but he's he's one he's uh, a great rugby player, and he plays me at SLC. Like, for guys like me and him, right? Like, this is a lifestyle that like, we play. Pretty much all year round, a couple months off, right? So it and it really like for a lot of the guys on the team, I know it's a way for them to get away, right? Like it's yeah. they have a lot of studies and stuff like that, and so they use sports to get away um, and like connect with their teammates, right? Like the if you if you I'm sure if you ask like the rugby team here is like is really great, like we we are like a family, we're like a close knit family. Like the we that was talking to my friend the other day. And we were chat on the rugby team, and they were chatting about like just the like camaraderie that you have at training camp. It's just like it's affectionate, right? Like it's amazing.
0: Yeah, it's definitely hard to replicate that camaraderie, like you said, outside of the team.
1: Um, so, well, it may- and it makes it hard for guys to learn, right? Like because like because you're taking the good with the bads sometimes. Because obviously, there's sometimes we all have classes that we wish so we didn't have to take, and set yeah. Right. So it just makes it that little bit easier when you have like your teammates and such. Well, not
0: only that, but you can hold each other accountable for uh, school and practice and training and everything. So that's a huge part of it as well.
1: Yeah. Right. Like you, you can be like, Hey man, I think you should like actually be going to class. Don't skip. I know you're not, I know this is in high school, but you know, like, uh, get to class. Cause you are paying for this education. Right. And I thought like, um, that's what I think we're going through a leadership change right now, uh, for our team, at least. Um, just through the fact that we have to, we have guys like myself um, and guys like uh, Kobe Millen. Shout out to Kobe, uh, who's who. He's he's great too. Actually, he's very talkative. He might be good for the podcast. Uh, but he's like he like we're leaders, right? And I consider us leaders on the team. Um, and a lot of like a lot of guys coming in need that leadership, right? So I think that's where we really, really we're like young in terms of that
0: yeah and i know what you're planning to do hank by taking the year off is um, a sentiment that's shared by a lot of students um it's kind of seen as the perfect year to take a year off Um, i know that the the, uh, student association and the college are trying the best they can but um online classes are not for everybody and i know that that hands-on component that you spoke towards is super important for so many students so um do you think that that will really impact the quality of education or do you think that um a lot of students will kind of choose to go your path in the coming month before school starts
1: um i've heard a a lot of students say that they're okay with learning online so i've kind of heard like a mix i've heard uh i'm okay with learning online and then i've heard a lot of unfortunately it's a lot of i just kind of want to be done school um i don't want to wait another year kind of thing like that by in my case it was totally different where I was telling people like in my case, I like, I'm not in a rush, right? Like I've already worked in the CYC field. Like I've done jobs as a CYC before. Right. So uh, I wasn't, it wasn't a big deal for me to take another year off. Right. But you only get to experience it once. Right. So I was like, I'm going to take my full, I'm yeah, I'm going to take my full time. Right. And just take it. But I, I did hear a lot of like, oh uh, i i'm not deferring for so and so reason right such like that but in my case it wasn't like that it was an easy decision for me once i got the schedule from tammy like like i said shout out tammy she's great um but she sent me the schedule and was like this is what we're planning to do uh let me know what you want to do and i'll help you out kind of thing yeah um she was she made she made it a really easy process actually
0: That makes sense. And I think it it speaks to the topic I want to get into next and that's adversity. Um, And a lot of students are going to be facing a lot of that in the next uh, in the next year, um, speaking towards adversity with the different learning environment, different teaching styles, all that kind of stuff. Um, And I know from some articles you've shared with me um, that adversity is something that we all have had to overcome, but especially you. Um, I was just wondering if you might be comfortable um, sharing just the highlights of some of your life journey with us so far and what adversity has meant to you. And um, talk to us about the biggest life goals that you've taken out of your journey.
1: Uh, I think the biggest life goals I've taken is be like, be the person you needed when you were younger. is probably one that's huge for me. Um, I think, so basically to recap how, uh if you haven't read the article it's in the week standard uh if you check out my facebook uh, uh hank perrin uh if you check out 93.5 country uh they i took i did an interview with them uh for anybody that's watching obviously i'll explain more but uh just i uh, those are some broad strokes but essentially what happened was i had a really rough upbringing um which is similar to a lot of the people were from where i grew up um and thankfully I was able, I was given the opportunity to make good choices. Um, and I decided to make those good choices. And I decided to better myself and decided I wanted to go to high school uh, and I wanted to go to college. Um, and I, I had people like Kiersey, Dal- Kiersey Saltanen and uh, Dennis Hasseltine, uh, who is the rugby coach at St. Lawrence, right? Who were like, they were like mentors, leaders for me, right? Like people, um, people from the Boys and Girls Club, people from Pathways, like they were just amazing. Um, yeah, so I had a really up, rough upbringing and after, uh, after a lot of adversity that I had to deal with, they, they really pushed me to become the person that I expressed wanting to be, uh, which is a successful CYC that wanted to help people, uh, wanted to be who I needed when I was younger. Um, and really just kind of be a great, like I wanted to be a good person. Overall, because I feel like sometimes uh, we lack empathy and sympathy, uh, in a big way, unfortunately, in today's society, I think we just kind of like skim over it. Uh, there's too many like there's too many jokes about like men's mental health, which I was actually talking to one of my coworkers about yesterday because I was reading this article and it was talking about how men's mental health is kind of turned into this like joke, how men can't be certain things, and it was it was kind of it was an interesting article, but to get back on point. Uh, so I did some, uh, you'll notice that I'm a talker, by the way.
0: (laughs) That's okay. That's why we have you on here, man.
1: I I love to talk. So what I heard (laughs) the opportunity was Adam actually kind of like expressed to me like, Hey, you like to talk. And I was like, yeah. And like, but, uh, so essentially, uh, we did the Wake standard asked me if I would do an interview or sorry, Wake standard pathways and boys and girls club. Uh, I've worked at pathways education and i've worked at boys and girls club uh both locations which are both excellent great places same with is amazing place um and they essentially what happened is they asked me to do uh this article um and they they were like you like to talk you're very open about your story which i really am i'm super open about it right like because uh, i think if i at least if i'm telling my story Hopefully, it inspires more kids, uh, even from my area or from in Kingston or over, over the world. Honestly, uh, just makes them want to tell their story and want them makes them want to do that little bit kind of like better if they're not, if that's what they want to do. Right, realize that there is opportunities, uh, and like that there is people that want to help you, and it's just using uh, using that help and taking advantage of that help to help you become who you want to be right yeah
0: so. i love that so kudos to you for sharing your story and for and for being open about it and like you said you're not doing it for attention you're doing it so that other no. people in your position can realize that it's okay to get help and you can you
1: can make well not only that, i think there was also a lot of there was a lot of kids in my area who like not just my area and in the world, honestly, who who like are in a position and they're taught to be tough and not talk about what their past was and stuff like that. And that's completely not the way I feel. I feel that if you have a story and somebody will want to listen um, and it's important for you to tell, right? Cause you don't realize how much your story will impact other people. Like I was getting lots of messages from people saying like, it's amazing. Congratulations. I just read this about you. People that I knew for years that have, were like, I didn't know any of this about you. Um, it's just not, it's not something like, unless I'm asked about it, I don't really talk about it that much. Just cause like I said, I'm not looking for attention, right. I'm not looking for the, the clout if we will. Like uh, I'm, I'm just here to try to make, try to be who I need to be. I was younger, uh, and try to make the world a better place every day. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And uh, um, just from what I can tell, from meeting you in the last half hour, it sounds like the CYC program that you've chosen is a great career path. I think you'll be. I love it. Role model, yeah. It's
1: it's it's an amazing program. I got to connect with some uh, kids in my placement this year at Molly Brandt that were really great. Uh, like it's in my like original neck of the woods, if you will. Um, so it was. It was an easy choice for me to pick CYC. Uh, there was a few schools that I thought about, uh, but St. Lawrence was uh, the best place for me. It was close to home, close to my family. Uh, I had always dreamed about kind of going to SLC or like going to Queens, um, and I had always dreamed about like uh, like re- dreamed about winning a championship for SLC. Um, so one of those goals is still still needed to be done.
0: Nice. Well, hopefully uh, that can come to fruition. I know we'll all be cheering you on, Hank. Um, It sounds like you're an inspiration, not just for people your age, but younger kids as well. Um, So kudos to you, man. I think you got some exciting things on the horizon and uh, keep on building that momentum for you. Yeah.
1: Thanks, man. I appreciate that.
0: No problem. Um, So how did your uh, last couple months um, as a student go at SLC? And how do you think this school year will go do you think uh think it will be okay or or, uh, do you think it might be a a bit of a barnyard
1: uh i think it's going to be definitely a scramble right because our information is changing uh every day Mm -hmm. like like three times a day our information is changing uh right and what information is right what information is wrong right so i'm very open-minded so like i'm willing to hear both sides of like every argument um so from just getting a lot of that information. I learned that like, it's, it, it might, it's going to be a little bit of a scramble, right? Like they're, they're kind of doing it on the fly. And like, we're all like, the crazy thing is, is that people don't have, like, like I said, sympathy or the empathy to understand that we're all still learning. Like this is new to everybody. Yes. Right. Like So um, my last few months as a student were pretty good. Aside for the fact that I had like the CYC program made it, much easier for for at least for me like i got to sit sit at home and do some like uh do some like uh i don't know how what you would call them but they were like like activities and stuff like that you could plan uh and then you sent it to your teacher and they would mark you on it um and they also were really great with the uh, with they were asking if you needed help and we would have like a weekly seminar meeting kind of like we're doing right now yeah uh where like we would assess like what happened this week or like talking about coronavirus and stuff like that um but unfortunately i had to say goodbye to my kids at placement like six weeks early which is really disappointing um since that since some of those kids are in the in the neighborhood where like my family and stuff like that grew up right like i still see them sometimes but it just sucks because you never really got to say goodbye to school um shout out to molly brandt it's great school great staff principals are amazing um and everybody's just so welcoming and so awesome if you give them a chance unfortunately i feel like that school gets a little bit of a bad rep just because of where it's located which is location which is totally unfair in my opinion because i grew up maybe it's i could be biased because i grew up there but i've been i've been at kind of everywhere in Kingston, so i understand that like so I understand like the bias, but I also like, I had somebody, I had somebody recently actually tell me that I didn't seem like a Heights kid when they met me. So
0: <laughs> yeah, fair I, enough. I,
1: I still get, I still get that all the time, but I don't, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Um, but.
0: Yeah. And I think what you said a couple of minutes ago is so true. You hit the nail on the head there, Hank, is we're all new to this. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Nobody knows the perfect way no. to get through this. So having, understanding and compassion is so important. Especially when it comes to our children and young adults in school, um, getting their education. It's gonna be Yeah, I've seen that. It's gonna be hard on everybody, especially the teachers who aren't used to teaching in Zoom class. Um I know if um if you're a teacher and you're used to being around young, energetic, motivated, driven students and now you can it's only hard. talk to
1: them. It's exactly. hard, yeah it's hard for it's everybody. Way way too hard, yeah. yeah. It's like, hey, it's a whole – I, because, like, I've been asking a lot of parents, actually, how they would react to that. I have teacher friends, and I was asking them. Um, everybody's just kind of, like, up in arms as to what the, they plan to do so far. Um, you know, I hope the Lions School Board will get – will have a good response to it. But everybody's learning, right? So, like, as much as people want to throw up arms right now, you can't really, like, be that mad about it. Yeah.
0: And I think it's important to keep everybody's safety, the top priority. Um, Well, exactly. But I understand the importance of of, uh, people being educated. It's definitely, uh, it's right up there as well. Um, Yeah.
1: Well, you don't want it to be anarchy, right? Exactly.
0: It's a fine line for sure, man. For
1: sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Well, Hank, I think this has been, uh, this has been insightful and I appreciate you making yourself available. Um, Before I wrap up, is there anything else you kind of want to shout out or, or kind of get off your Uh, chest before we let you go?
1: Shout out to the athletics department uh, for being great and always, like, I'm always bugging them about stuff. Just like, hey, can I get in earlier and blah, blah, blah. Um, and, like, hopping over their fences and stuff like that. Shout out to them. Um, but shout out to my friends. Like I said, Kirsten, Brianne, really special. Um, shout out to my best friend, Darcy, for finding out his first child as a girl.
0: Nice.
1: Which is, uh, which is really guess, exciting. Um uh, yeah, yeah, it's really exciting um, and shout out to everybody who gave, shout out to you for giving me a platform um, and just sh- just shout out to anybody who really listens and wants to hear. I'd love to come on again. Um, maybe we can, hopefully we can actually talk in person and get to know each other a little bit. Maybe it'll be easier to be on the podcast. You know what I mean? There'll be a little bit more to talk about. Yeah. Um, because we don't know each other as of right now, right? This is all new code. Yeah, world stuff, we, we
0: so. met each other. Uh, we met each other about a half hour ago, so this has been this yeah, great so, for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then like I was, like, very, like I said, very open minded and very I'm very willing to talk about anything. So awesome. uh, anything you want, anything more you want to talk about?
0: No, I think I think we'll wrap up there. We covered we covered some of our uh, topics that I wanted to delve into, and I think we spoke to adversity. Uh, we heard a little bit about your story and how you overcame that and how um, it can be used as kind of a, of a pathway to help children and, excuse me, young adults as they're going through um, the educational system.
1: This well, way. just everybody, right? Everybody's still, everybody's learning, right? Like and, like, and not just in the coronaviruses, like everybody's constantly learning in life. So I think uh, more empathy, more sympathy, just understanding that people aren't perfect, right? Like, that's the, that's the reality. Exactly.
0: And it's so important to keep that mindset, man. Um, um, again, I'll thank you. I think we'll, we'll end it there, Hank. I appreciate you coming on and uh, great. we'll sign off here. And uh, thanks again for making yourself available. I'll talk to you later. Thanks. Man. Thank you so much, man. Take care. Cheers.